scarred for life after he received and sipped from a warm cup of urine that a Grubhub driver gave him by mistake in place of a Chick-fil-A milkshake. I was whacked off my face, right? And she came in and told me that she was pregnant while I was whacked off my face. And bro, as like a joke or in no, like a serious, like (laughs) it was a scare. Like she legit (laughs) thought she was pregnant. Cowgirls fans really thought Dak was going to do it finally and pull out a big game. And no, what's he do? He plays fantastic for nine or 90 percent of the game and then always does the Dak and cannot pull anything out of his ever. Dude, like the clip of him against, uh, he goes up to Richard Sherman and he starts, he's like, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. And Richard Sherman's like, why don't you do it? And he's just like, what? You nailed him? I was like, damn, this guy ain't messing around. Love this dude. He back like a buck's rack, smoking on the Dak Pack, suck it, Cowboys. This <laughs> is the Working Perspective Podcast with 4th Street Productions with my friend, the hairy Lance Armstrong, Matthew Lavelle, and of course, Scream Scrapper. Guys, I feel like I've been away forever. How you doing, Matthew? Tell you, Steve, missed you last week. Glad to have you back. Glad to hear everything's going okay. And super excited you're here, man. Let's get this thing going. Scrim Scrapper, how we doing? You miss me or what? I did miss you, but I'm in a great mood <laughs> for the same reason as you. Yeah, Eight one on a bye. Enjoy some football this weekend. Yeah. We just beat the Cowboys. Hell yeah. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Don't check out our vibe. All right, hello and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. He's Steve Ka- Strong, Sam, Steve Cavan. He's the Shmise, Liam Reese. Uh, on this show, we're going to be bringing you topics from around the globe. The topics are going to fall under three different categories. The categories are stupid is as stupid does, incredibly incredible, and sports and speds. Let's get right into it with the first topic. I'm going to you, Lashmish. What do you have for stupid is as stupid does? A Sarasota Springs man from Utah had been left scarred for light after he received and sipped from a warm cup of urine that a Grubhub driver gave him by mistake in place of a Chick-fil-A milkshake. (laughs) So Caleb Woods told his local news outlet that he ordered, you know, like he ordered Chick-fil-A, got fries and a shake and everything. Grubhub came and, and dropped it off. He said, quote, when I started eating my meal upon delivery, I put my straw in the cup and when it was delivered and I took a sip. I soon discovered that the cup delivered from me from the girl driver was warm cup of urine. So oh. the driver was still waiting outside. So he gets on the app and starts like texting this guy going like, dude, 
you didn't notice that you gave me like a cup of your tea? And the guy says, oh, I'm sorry. It was like a huge mistake. Uh, I work really long hours out here. So and there's no bathroom in my car. So I use a cup, blah, blah, blah. Dude, here's the kicker. Grubhub did fire the dude, obviously. But guess what? Do you think that's deserving of a full refund? <laughs> you think I it's mean, deserving of a full refund? I mean, I would beat the shit out of that Grubhub driver yeah. or get my ass beat. Either way, we're fighting. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't be drinking your pee-pee. Sorry. But, but Grubhub, but somebody's paying me back for that food, right? 100%. Grubhub, I'm, ta- I'm taking the food. Grubhub decided it was like a $25 order out of like 25 bucks. They only refunded him $18. So he's still Damn. Damn. For his cup of piss, dude. Damn. Dude, oh. I just, I can't imagine what's this going to do to this guy long term as far as like, will he ever be able to get a drink and not like cert, like, you know, open it up and look at it and like detective work on it ever again? Dude, so, I, I mean, I think if you get any DoorDash, somebody else handles your food you better check that stuff anyway yeah 100 percent agree because yeah. you're getting it from a you're getting it from a, a kitchen from somewhere then some stranger like yep. you think they run background checks on these dudes and like nope. you know what I mean? there's no interview process they sign up online and say my name's larry henderson and i have a dodge you know what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah and then, yeah, they're, yeah. And then they're handling your whole family's food Plus, yeah. it's a complete ripoff. It's like double the price. I, oh, I don't know. I'm too cheap so for, for that nonsense. Anyway, but this isn't even the first time something like that's happened. DoorDash was just gotten a bunch of trouble because some driver spit in some 13-year-old boy's food after not receiving like a good – he didn't get a good tip. So the next time he brought the, the young boy some food, he spit it. Damn. Whoa. That dude's an asshole. Listen. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and bet the first guy who drank the piss isn't a college graduate. He's not uh, the smartest guy on earth. So I'm going to I'm just going to chalk it up to that because, like you said, you got to check it. You can't just take a swig blindly and not when he takes the cap off. Then he smell. Uh, Also, if it's a milkshake and it's a warm cup, like, isn't that a giveaway? Like, Come come on. I don't know about you guys, but I have like a process too. like if I see a milk, if I get like a milkshake. I kind of want to open it, like give it a yeah. stir and everything. Yeah, so, like, damn right. Oh yeah, you gotta. Like he just went infection. straight for it. You know. Yeah. I wonder damn. what flavor milkshake it was supposed to be. <laughs> it did not say, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be something it... lemonade at that point, right? Yeah. How about? Yeah. Well, I know the Shake Shack has a. Uh, they have a peanut butter milkshake that I've tried, and it was pretty goddamn good. I remember that. So either way, but Steve, you can't do dairy, right? No, I can. I just pay for it. It kills me, but yeah, I do it. I'd be. <laughs> you can't take shit, the pizza. lactate pills. I could. I could, but what are uh, we doing here? I'll just. Yeah, you know, what are we, what are yeah we I guess you're right. Here? I guess I'll, who cares? Take it. I just got to make sure I'm not a complete asshole. Otherwise, uh, yes, I would eat ice cream all day and cheese and everything. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He just has sure. to compartmentalize you know right right yeah. right right juice gotta be worth the squeeze so all right you don't want the doo-doos no good <laughs> stuff though liam really like it let's keep it moving steve what do you got for stupid is as stupid does two dickheads from new jersey 61 year old i guess jo- person john jordan that. and 41 year old joseph reed these two assholes stole from the pleasantville new jersey original bell of the firehouse that was built in 1903 being made of brass and weighing a couple hundred pounds the authorities immediately pretty sure a smoker took it so they went right away we're afraid he's going to scrap it well of course they get an anonymous tip and what do they do they go up to good old john jordan's house and see it on the side of the house with a tarp put over it right real smoker move so they come out and it's made of brass a couple hundred pounds and they take the tarp off and there's already a chunk missing 
Now it's also all dinged up. You could tell they were trying to like get off that greenish hue and make it a shiny brass again yeah. and get it in. So thank God some other smoker saw this on a news station and said, I'm not getting caught with this piece of thing. Uh, this piece of chunk of bell. He sold me of thick brass. So yeah. he ran back and delivered it anonymously at the, at the uh, step of the firehouse. They were able to recover it, put it back in. And now they're leaving it like, you know, the way it looks and it said it's part of its history, but the smoker grinder wheeled it all up. There's like random chunks and angles that he didn't finish. And you could tell he just didn't want to go anymore. And oh my so um, shout out the guy who sent back the piece anonymously. Good yeah. move, buddy. Good yeah. move. Smart, smart. New Jersey's also- finest fellas. Dude, I mean, how about every time I see something like that, I always think of Bubbles from The Wire and like, you know, just the different gimmicks he had. But to be fair, I mean, you you can't knock him for, you know, it was a front loader that lifted this thing off. So I don't know where the smoker got that, but it says that it's, you know, it's a couple hundred pounds. These two assholes couldn't pick it up and run it back to the truck. They needed something to get it. and. (laughs) Yo, how much it was like, like, well, like 300 pounds. Yeah. Yep. They said around like 280 something. Oh, of and it's awkward and made of brass. Like, hell yeah, no, yeah. they're not carrying yeah. that. How much is brass around, you know? It's heavy, but like uh, I, I think it's I think it's like three. Go? The bright yeah. brass was always like over three dollars, four dollars. A pound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, I remember when we well. used to get the strands of it, it was like pretty good. Yeah, oh, when you would yeah. strip it at when you were doing electrical work, Liam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So brass brass scrap is like two point two dollars a pound. Yeah. yeah. It's copper's still better, but it's worth something, you know. Yeah, hell and yeah. when you're a smoker, you'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, idiot, yeah. anything. <laughs> but uh, you know, shout out to these guys and this complete stunad throwing a tarp over it in the side of his yard, probably yeah. like a twin, and he's just like, "Nah, they ain't gonna notice." Yeah, no, someone's gonna notice you outside because not like this asshole can move it around. He's probably got the grinder wheel out there in daylight. Like me trying to cut into it and come on, man, dude. And then it, be rains, it rains and then the tarp is in like the shape of the <laughs> <Yeah>. bell. <laughs> Looks perfect. He's got bungee yeah. cords around it to hold the tarp on it so you can see um, what it is. Yeah, asshole. Dude, brutal, 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 brutal. But hey, that's New Shout Jersey. Jersey, right, guys? Yep. Yeah. Yes. In Very good. Awesome. Let's keep it moving, Liam. I'm going back to you. What do you got for incredibly incredible? So speaking of. Uh, stealing precious metals. Did you guys know that in Winston Churchill's birthplace in in Britain, did you know there was a $9 million golden toilet stolen by like seven dudes? $9 million, $9 million golden toilet that it was in, it's it's in uh, like Belheim, Blenheim Palace in English, where it was, so it was the birthplace of Winston Churchill. And, like, one of his descendants, like, owns the place now and stuff. And an artist made this, like, golden toilet. And people would rent it for, like, three minutes at a time. And you'd go in there and just, like, you know, like, pay your deuce in, like, this $9 million (laughs) toilet. Well, it's been missing for years at this point. And I guess somebody got caught and then spilled the beans on these four guys. They're not saying their names, but it says four guys between the ages of 35 and 39 are being charged for the theft. Dude, it's it's valued at 4.8 million pounds, like in uh, like England's bunny. And they got away with it. They, they have not recovered the toilet itself. They think by now it's been like melted down and everything. But the guy like the descendant is saying that like, oh, well, we weren't really guarding it because we didn't think it would be that hard to steal. Has anybody installed a toilet? It's like two bolts. 
and yeah. uh and like the water wax you know rain? what i mean the supply yeah. for it yeah. yeah you could you could take like you said you could take a grinder cut them bolts and run away with it but mm-hmm. i, I know, mean man. just bring a wrench you know like yeah. it ain't really that hard man like, how about it guys deucing in a deucing in a in a nine million dollar toilet I wonder yeah, if I'm... that'd be great if they found that on the side of some guy's house too with a tar- <laughs> you know I, mean? no, I, I would absolutely piss on the seat on that thing just to be i mean if i'm rich enough to have a, a gold toilet i'm pissing on the seat too it's my toilet i'm piss all over was the was the toilet originally a gift for churchill no so like one of the one of his descendants just had like this artist make it because they have a bunch of other like it's kind of like a museum like the okay. place he was born they kind of turned it into like a historical yeah. place and everything like the betsy but, ross house and all that yeah but i guess one of the things they had in there was a the gold toilet and the <laughs> guy stole it because it's worth nine million dollars dude yeah yep i wonder if that's the most expensive shitter in the world do you think so Shit's it's gotten expensive it, it's got to be up there <laughs> yeah jeez yeah. i can't think i mean you know off the top of my head i can't think of a more expensive shitter that i know nah. Nah. You never know. There's expensive shitters all over the place. But hey, man, what are you going to do? Shout out. Hey, also, also, good idea. You know, I mean, another thing, like you can't fault the ingenuity of like, hey, guys, it's here for the taking. All the literally when they melt it down, it's gone. You know, like pretty impossible to track if they're able to melt it down. Right. Like be pretty impossible to track. So good for them. Hopefully it works out. You never know. Hey be careful next time you buy a diamond ring for your wife you know yeah. what i mean like yeah <laughs> you know someone watch may out. have shadow on it before. yeah 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 cash for gold watch out yep. for that guy but nice good stuff let's keep it moving uh steve what do you got for incredibly incredible in burlington connecticut some rat told on 21 year old weston soul for selling shrooms the cops then approached his house and saw a unique ventilation system that's usually indicating a some type of farm system indoor right so of course they knock on the door he shows up he tries to pull the old okie doke and says yeah i grow shrooms come here i'll come show you takes him to the little side structure he has like a shed grow room and he has a whole setup growing actual mushrooms like cordyceps all the good stuff whatever that shit taki or whatever that what it is mm-hmm. all the all legal stuff and they're like yeah, okay, cool. We're not falling for it. You just got tackled. There's also weird vent stuff on your house. Let's go in there. So he has to bring him in there. And what did they find? $8.5 million worth of psilocybic, psychedelic, the good shrooms in his house. And of course, when they show the picture of like the hall they got, it's this dude's whole like two car driveway just full with buckets, big five gallon buckets, 30 gallon buckets full of psychedelic mushrooms. So he's uh, apparently in some trouble. I saw it, dude. And there's just like bags and bags of insane amount like harvested and stuff. I I always read these stories and it starts out like, man, I'm like doing the wrong thing. But they all end the same way. Like they're all the news because these people are all getting busted. So I'm like, okay, maybe not worth it. I did. You got to love them for the okie doke attempt, though. You said, yeah, of course I grow shrooms. I've been doing it forever. Come here. I'll come show you. And then the cops were like, yeah, that's cute. Uh, what's in there? Yeah. You're not a true criminal if you're not going to try to at least you know, a... steer him in the wrong direction at first. Dude. Oh, yeah. He had, at least he had like an idea. He'd be like, no, when they come, I'll just tell them about the shiitakes <laughs> and the buttons. 
but they won't even think about you know the skull blaster 25s Mm-mm. that's dude i mean <laughs> yeah. how does he wait i don't get like 8.5 millions worth matt 8.5 grow million. shrooms on like don't they grow fertilizer on... you just need it you yeah. can grow it in a grow room just like you make hydroponic uh, like okay. the same way so he, he puts all, a little farm you, fertilizer bought, like cow fertilizer yeah you'd fresh be able shit to... okay i see all uh-huh. right damn he must have like I mean, kid had to set up in the crib. He it was like yeah. every room was a lab with buckets of shrooms wow. on it. It was wild. Damn. But yeah, shout out uh, Burlington, Connecticut on the map. Wow. Burlington, Connecticut and Co. Factory. More than great coach, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll get my sweatpants wow. at that joint. <laughs> Dude, damn. That's crazy. Dude, well, shrooms too. Like, think about it. They're, that's, I mean, what's the going rate? Stop for- hating. I mean, but I'm saying like it, 30 it, bucks for an eighth. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's 40. Ex- it's not like expensive stuff. Exactly. And he has $8.5 million. Yeah, so when you see, <laughs> he had a that's lot, dude. The he had a was lot. Insane. That's so much. <laughs> the picture was insane. How yeah, much dude, it's in like yard. garbage bags, like rows <laughs> of it, of like these wow. see-through bags. Just like, yeah. It's like, does so this kid lot. just keep growing it and not selling it? Because it's not like this was a factory either. He was in his goddamn house for fuck's sake. It's like a thousand square feet. How did? No, he... it's like doomsday preppers. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he doesn't want to run out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna have shrooms for the rest of my life, baby. Oh, man, call me a boomer. What are we doing here, man? That's wild. Damn, good for him. Well, you know, what are you gonna do? Shout, hey, shout out, and shout out, and shout out his. Uh, gardening skills cause to come through with that many this man knows yeah. what he's doing he's a goddamn scientist yeah yeah for real he should get a job you know with big get every mushroom in the goddamn uh, whatever the fauna is of it or whatever the name is he's got four million fun guys fucking growing in his house yeah big time nice man good for him wow i wonder what the smell is though i mean that's rough if you're, you know, called. I'm not a shroom guy. I don't like the taste of them at all. I don't eat mushrooms on anything. This, I, don't I, like them. I did the the last time I did boomers, bro. I like I don't do the I don't do the tripping stuff well. I, that doesn't. I'm not, not good. Go, yeah, <laughs> I've never had a good trip. Every time I've ever done anything that's yeah. like a like you know it could be considered like shrooms, acid, brownies, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Always gel a bad tabs, time. papers. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you the one time I ate uh like a like shrooms and a brownie and was like, dude, like whacked, <laughs> right? Like really, yes. really whacked. And then the girl I was dating at the time, and Liam knows her. I was, dude, I was whacked off my face, right? And she came in and told me that she was pregnant while Stop. I was whacked off my face. And bro, as like a joke or in no, like a serious, like she, it was a scare. Like she legit thought she was pregnant. She was. It turns out she was. Tell me that now. Why would you tell me that now? Bro, legit, I was like, oh, dude, I had like a, a breakdown. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to tell my mom. I'm going to tell my mom. Oh, my God. Like, she's like, sit, like, she just like, yeah, <laughs> it was brutal. Yes. It was absolutely brutal. But well, I've yeah. seen people melt down on them bad boys before. I've never personally melt down, but I've seen meltdowns happen right before my eyes many of times. Dude, I've I seen mean, the mother of all meltdowns. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't do I don't do well on those now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But all right, good stuff. Let's keep it moving then. Steve, I'm going to go back to you for sports and speds. What do you got for sports and speds? Jerry Jones and all them dork Cowboys fans that come to my shop and talk all that hatred and nonsense. The one guy who's in the front, he's a leader of a big company. He's a big Cowboys fan. If you ever see this, I'm talking about you, you big queer. Um, 
he's a huge Cowboys fan, always comes in before the games and in fun, you know, right, fashion. Sure. Riggs, you know, he's a big day. Blah, 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 blah. He talks all this trash. All you Cowgirls fans really thought Dak was going to do it finally and pull out a big game. Nope. And no, what's he do? He plays fantastic for 90 or 90% of the game and then always does the Dak Dude. and cannot pull anything out of his ass ever. We, what a great we to watch. almost gave them the goddamn game. I know. It, I you know. know, like we basically gave it to them and they still said, nope, we're going to shit on ourselves. You mm. know, like, bro, when they had that delay of game call at the end and the set, like, I was like, these these guys ain't doing it. They ain't doing it. Mm. And him getting flipped on his head. I mean, that's a picture oh. for ages. I've seen the tombs, the tomb uh, undertaker it. holding him in a tombstone. Oh, I see Michael Jackson holding him off, yeah. a, uh, off a balcony. They're yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Michael Jackson. That is holding them over the railing. The Michael Jackson won't <laughs> hold them over the rail. Is definitely Looking like Suge Knight with him or yeah. something. <laughs> dude, that is so good. I loved it. Yeah, no. It was a dude. Honestly, it shouldn't have been that close. We should have been in victory formation had we not had that fumble. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yep. we should have been riding it out in victory formation, shoving it to him, gave it to him to steal, and they... We couldn't pull it out. We put him in position to steal the damn thing and they couldn't damn do it. And I was so like, it's, you know, honestly, it's one of the, you know, it's, Hey, I'll tell you as far as rivalries go, right. It's just like, there is some big, big games that have come from the Eagles Cowboys rivalry. Like, Oh yeah. It's always good when they're really good teams, fan or not of either team watching that game Sunday was awesome. People who didn't like either team were like, that game was sick. It came out of the last play, which is always dope. But, dude, there's been times, too, where the Eagles are, you know, uh, let's say, like, not the best. Like, they're good. And the Cowboys are, you know, this is back in the 90s when the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls, right? But the Eagles would still beat them once a year. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's in Dallas, too. Like, they would always steal one because of, like, those in-division games you can never Conference bet games on. are tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so tough. You said that the other day, and I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, all division games are always crazy. Always tight. Like, always but so when tight. the Patriots always. were, like, so good, like, the Dolphins would Dude, be, like, yeah. a two-win yeah. team and would play them. them good. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah, same with the Jets when they were bad, would, like, yeah. play the Patriots. You're right. Any division game is always, like, rough, you know? Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, we talked about it last week, too. We got a tough road to hoe after this this bye. We have the Chiefs coming off the bye on Monday night, I believe, right? It's either uh, Sunday yeah. or Monday night. It's a yeah. primetime game. Yeah. Primetime yeah, prime yeah. against the Chiefs. Super Bowl rematch, like, big, huge game. Then after that, we got Buffalo. Then mm-hmm. after that, I think we got Seattle. And then we have Niners. Dallas. We have Niners. Oh, I yep. forgot the Niners. And then we have Dallas again on Sunday night. So in Dallas. So we got, I mean, I'll tell you, I will, this will be a true test of our metal getting through this part of this season right here and how we come out on the end of it. And if we come out looking good, dude, I mean, watch the hell out. You know what I'm saying? It's good. It's good to get a head start. Eight and one. You know what I mean? Going yeah. into the hardest part. So. Yeah. Big game to think... win, too. You went from being almost a half game down or a half game up in the division to uh-huh. now two and a half games up. Yep. Yeah. They could suck it. So they're in big trouble. Yeah. yeah. And and I honestly, I don't think Buffalo is all that anymore. Mm-mm. I think I think we can beat them. It's Niners are Buffalo, having problems because they lost. Uh, what's his name? Trent Williams is like yep. the hard soul. There. They lost him. So I I think I mean it's still they're still good teams but have yeah. you watched any of uh uh what you call it Cam Newton 
does a show now, right? And he'll do like yeah. shorts and stuff. And he went over the story of when Trent Williams smacked Richard Sherman in the mouth. <laughs> Yo, dude, ever and ever like I've heard everybody there's some people like there's people that have said like Trent Williams is legit the best football player they've ever met, not just for his position, it as a football player. He's just the like he's a freak athlete, right? And he's strong and he's mean, right? Like, dude, this and guy enormous. Has, and dude, he can yeah. match up against Aaron Donald. Like he's enormous. You know what I mean? Like he goes up against Aaron Donald twice a year and does well. You know, yes. like that's insanity. He's dude. one of those guys, you know. What I mean? And he's like, yo, but I love to like the clip of him against uh, a, a, go, he goes up to Richard Sherman and he starts. He's like, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. And Richard Sherman's like, why don't you do it? And he's just like, whap, you nails him. I was like, damn, this guy ain't messing around. Love this. And he's dude. A, and and he's an absolute giant. He's a giant uh, amongst humans on the earth. He walks as a giant. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I would not. I would not. Was like six. Him. Six six three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, and runs a four seven. Yeah, I I dislike Cam Newton though for never yeah, for, for for not jumping on that fumble in the Super Bowl like yeah. a oh, sissy yeah. against no, his career. Denver. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't get me wrong. I'm not a Cam Newton fan, but he did like he. I mean, it was entertaining the way. He well, not only it. did he not jump on the fumble, he like kind of like jumped away from it. Like, yeah, he, he sure did, like, did. He did like the opposite of what dude. you're supposed to. Do. Yeah, <laughs> that banging into the guy, he just dove yeah. away and let dude, the guy. His get right whole on like his, I guess his leadership was on the fence at at that point, and then they just the oh, whole yeah. team was like, "This guy ain't a leader. He ain't willing Steve to." Steve Smith for us. losing his mind trying to fight people. Bro, Steve yeah. Smith, that guy. He was the man. Yeah, he was a player for sure. Did he ever? Did he win one when he was with Baltimore? No, because he had left by 2012, right? Yeah, so he never won one. He never won one. Was on two teams that did. Well, he went to one when they beat us. Yeah, and then they lost to the Patriots. That was a good Super Bowl too. Yep. Foster had a big game. Deshaun Foster, I think. I didn't watch it. I cried. No one cares. Yeah, it was brutal. All right. Either way. Let's keep it moving. Lishmoosh, what do you got for sports and speds? Yeah, so uh, NBA star Shea Gilgis Alexander and his girlfriend bought an $8.4 million house in Ontario, like on the lake. But the person who had the house before them was this like self-proclaimed crypto king like of Canada. And this guy took all this money from investors. He took $40 million from investors and invested like 2% of it went on like private planes and everything. So anyway, oh, yeah. this guy basically this guy took a bunch of investors money and like, you know, took like off. bankrupt it. Yeah, like he, you know, crypto crashed and everything and he did horrible. Well, this guy Shea Gilgis Alexander, he plays for Oklahoma City Thunder. He's a, he's a good uh player too. He's a point yeah, guard. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he is. he's one of the best players in the league. So his girl 2 days after they bought the house people start showing up looking for this crypto dude <laughs> trying to get the money. So this guy, Shay Gilgis Alexander and his girl are saying like, dude, you guys didn't even tell us who. So they're trying to get out of the contract, like trying to get out of the sale of the house. Cause they're like, you guys didn't even disclose this to us that this crypto guy lived here and owed all these people money. Dude, they, they, uh, said they were going to burn the house down. All these people show up to the house, and, like threatening them and shit. And they and they show up. This guy's on the road playing for the Thunder, and they show up and like threaten his girl and say, "Where is this crypto guy and stuff?" Oh, so what? so they bounce. So now that house is just sitting there, and he's trying to get out of the sale. It's crazy. Wow. And I looked wow. this crypto guy up. His name's Aiden Platersky. Dude, he got kidnapped by a bunch of people who t- he took 
$765,000 from like investors. He never returned it. Dude, they kidnapped him and beat the shit out of him. They all got charged. <laughs> they all got charged for it. And he put out like this video. Dude, he was like all lumped up. They beat the crap out of him, dude. Yo. But the people who sold this guy the house, that you know what I mean? Never told him and his girl that any of this happened. Just yeah. so they're like, he definitely knew million- too. Yeah, of course they definitely knew. They knew. They yeah. definitely- <laughs> How did they get the house? You know, right. is, this, is this dude dead the guy the crypto guy no he's still alive no jail wow (laughs) he's 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 so the way the way everybody found out that he was that he didn't uh like spend the money the way he's supposed to that he he only invested like a percentage of what got sent to him is when he filed for bankruptcy the like the court documents were unsealed so people could read it so then all his investors found out like oh that's where our money so now they're all after him for the money this guy skips town they buy his house wow well i mean i guess the house was foreclosed on so they probably bought it from the bank though right no someone else bought it these guys these yeah these other dudes bought it uh sandeep something these these other whatever these other bulls bought it and then sold it to uh gildish alexander and his girl and yeah they're now they're trying to get out of it but they definitely knew about it didn't tell him and yeah. now he's trying to back out. Yeah, I'd be pissed too. That's that's nuts, dude. That's not. Hey, Canada, what are you gonna do? Well, you what know? do you guys think? You think you should do your research on the house that you're gonna buy for eight point four million dollars? Yeah, or you think they have for to sure. That stuff. Yeah, you know? I mean both. I think you should 100%. do your research, yeah. and they should disclose yes. it. I think both. But yeah, no. They, if they they knew and didn't disclose it, so he should be able to get his money back then because sure. that's fraud. Because they yes. should have disclosed that. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, and you're you're an NBA player. You're so rich too. They're like kind of throwing things in front of you. I'm just like, I don't got time for this shit. I'm in nine different states. Sure, you're right. And Shea Gill, he said he's like, I never even heard of the guy. And I was like, neither have I till I read the uh till I read the article. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I could see how he didn't know. I'd be pissed, dude. But hell yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, I used to uh, collect for a bookie and there's the guy that I would collect from. He was this older Asian guy. His name was Vic. Right. And he was a dishwasher at this bar I worked at. And dude, he would bet like he would get like a lineup of like NBA games and WNBA games. And he would just bet over on this game, <laughs> under on this game, over on this game, under on this game. Winner here. But like he would have dude, he would put in like 30 bets at a time. Right. And have like and then on the end of it, he would end up owing like, you know, like two or three grand. Right. And I remember one time he came like he was short and I was like, bro, like, bro, like if you're like, you can't be short, you know, and he's like, what are you going to do? Kill me? Then kill me. I don't want to live. And I was like, dude, whoa. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was I get like, 20 bucks to do this. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. no, we need you to pay. Not. Yeah. We need you to be alive so you can pay. But you well, have that's to pay. the other thing. I was like. <laughs> If the, this crypto guy, right, like, well, you know, this one, the, the Asian guy, one, had like a family and a kid that both worked at the restaurant that oh, I worked at. So it was like, he's it was just weird. a fucking degenerate. Like, this guy's own money. And then like his daughter's car gets, she doesn't have a car. The next <laughs> week work. I'm like, come oh, on, God, dude, this is fucking wild. And but, then he, yeah, Matt, Matt watches the car leave on a tow truck and then he goes, 
let me get 20 on the Raiders. And Matt's like, well, yeah, I got you, cuz. <laughs> dude, I yeah. mean, literally, that's what it was. And he'd be like, he wasn't a lot short. It'd be like 10 bucks, but I'd be like, bro. But he would he would always make it up. Like, he did. I will say that. Like, he always would come clean the next time. But the one time I was like, dude, I was like, listen, we pay you on time. I, I, was, I was like, we pay you on time. You need to pay on time. He's like, what do you do if I don't pay? Just fucking kill me then. And I'm like, whoa, buddy, did you escape from Vietnam to come here to die because of a $10 bet? Like, I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, that was it. So that's, uh, yeah, that's how it goes. But I'm saying like, who's like this three grand on a dishwasher salary? Come on, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> but like, a real degenerate. I respect it. But the, but the dude, the crypto dude, like, <laughs> that's like probably the only reason they haven't killed him yet because they're like, all right, well, maybe one day hopefully this guy will get us some goddamn money but uh, now nah, you know not, crypto not you know it's gone crypto. i'm killing him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's dead i'm killing that bull yeah. no, the other boy i know has a job this... invest it. it's gone well like yeah, if, they, if they found him and they beat the shit out of him like why not just kill him yeah like, if the money's gone and you can't get it back might as well just kill this bastard that's what i'm saying well, like i don't the know guys why they're into crypto are pretty soft maybe it was like a super maybe it was like a nerd fucking convention that went in there and you know these nerds couldn't kill him if they tried Dude, he yeah. bought all these McLarens and shit too. So he <laughs> he, he cashed them yes. all in. So I don't know. Some people might have gotten paid back. What a run! Would you take now? Here's the real question, fellas. Would you take the jail time after two years of unlimited money doing the most unlimited, unnecessary is, is shit you can go do? To jail? I know this nerd probably didn't. Oh like, yeah, no, he definitely he had to have gone to jail for well. I mean, like, the different bulls running around, whatever that dude is. If they don't know where he is, who the hell is to say what he's doing? You know, but either way, we're coming to the top of time. Steve, glad to have you back. Great show. What do you got before we get out of here? Feel good. Birds one took a slide through at the Q Martin, got a couple sick hats, got the tiger in the nice. tall grass boy on right Love now. It. Right? Feeling on top of it. God bless America. Yeah, amen. And that's the cue mark for you, babe. Let's uh, go. Yep, Lashmoosh, what do you got before we get out of here? Guys, if you're scrubbing pots and telling somebody, just kill me, man, maybe <laughs> maybe cut back. You know what I mean? Maybe <laughs> may, maybe, be, maybe bet a quarter, 50 bucks, yeah. not yeah, three yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah, when your daughter's car is getting repoed. Dude. Yeah, and, and he's got like kids? Oh, my God. Nice, it was like a 97 Nissan Sentra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why anyone would want to take that car back, but it sounds exactly like the Sopranos episode where he has to take the Meadows oh friend's car God, and he gives dude. it to her. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. But no, you're not wrong. But either way, uh, speaking of repoing cars, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by Strong Stem Steve Cabot, Lishmije, Liam Reese. And in case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. Yeah, also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on Twitter and TikTok at Working Pod. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you the sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Thanks. See ya.